With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Here we go. It's great to have you in. Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido. He's Matt Catarazzolo here on a Friday. Matt, how are you? You know. You know? Yeah, you know. I, I feel that. I'm good. You know. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, uh, you know, the weather in New York is 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 finally getting nice. It is mm-hmm. scorching hot. Um, yeah. It was like just as early as last night or this morning. When the air conditioning in my in my office got fixed, so it was boiling hot in here before. Yeah, um, beautiful. Pretty much this entire week. So, <laughs> uh, we have plenty of stuff to go over today. Uh, Matt came up with another game. It is called th- <laughs> to three or not to three. <laughs> Channel- channeling my inner Shakespeare. That's right. <laughs> you should be a poet. Um, so. We've got that going for us. That's coming up later in the show today, probably about a half hour or so from now. Um, We've got football topics as far as Jordan Love uh, possibly being the week one starter in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is not at training camp. Um, We are seeing that Russell Wilson apparently never wanted to get traded. Speaking of trades, Julio Jones did get traded, so we are going to be uh, dabbling into a bunch of that stuff. Uh, Before... so I've done this so many times. I just I'm I'm due for a mistake one of these days. Uh, one of these days. Just control alt delete your brain. Yes, right. Reset. Here we go. Before we get started, I would like to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. Say that five times fast. Uh, we have Team Together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. It's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. You sign up and you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay. So, Matt, uh, Julio Jones gets traded. Uh from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans. It is the Titans that pull him in. Um, all it really costed them was a second round pick. And, you know, it plus it was like a, what was it? Like a second and a fourth for Julio and a sixth. Or, it was something like that, right? I think, um, yeah, I think it's a, a second, a fourth, and I think a future sixth. Right. Okay. So Julio pretty much gets traded to the Fal- uh, to the Titans for essentially a second round draft pick. Um, I'm surprised by that, which means I guess the Falcons were lying when they said that they had gotten offers for a first round pick because there's no way you would take a second round pick over a first round pick. But uh, um, with that being said, that now in a lot of people's minds that that kind of changes the view of where the Titans are at. Um, I had them missing the playoffs. I had them coming in third in their division. Maybe they go into second. I have no idea. 
Uh, I still think it's the Colts division to lose. But um, I will say this, though. I, I, I think that this Titans offense, even with Julio Jones, is going to be bumpy at least early because uh, whenever you have a change in offensive coordinator, okay, whenever you just, whenever you have a change in offensive play calling, it's pretty tough to adjust, right? Mike Vrabel's a defensive guy. He's not calling plays. They are bringing in an entirely new guy to bring, to call plays for the Tennessee Titans. This is a very run-based offense. Even, again, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown had great seasons last year in Tennessee, but I think they're, you know, the action that they saw last year is about is, is, uh, is about as much action as you're going to see out of the wide receiver position uh, for Tennessee. This is a very Derrick Henry-centric offense, period. So do I think that Julio Jones changes everything for the Titans? No, I don't. Do I think it makes them better? Yeah, I because – you know, it, it'll probably open up the lane a little bit more. You got more guys that you have to cover. He's a better, he's a, you know, a, a veteran deep threat. I think it could be incredibly useful to AJ Brown, uh, just being able to, to see what he does and learn from him. But as far in the immediate, I'm not sure if it takes them for, you know, much further than my prediction. Maybe they win one more game or, you know, it, 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 to me, it doesn't have, an incredible amount of impact. This is a run first team. They're still, they, they're going to be a run first team. I, again, they, they spent a lot of money on, on defensive pieces and I still don't think their defense is that good. They lost a lot of guys as well. I, I am not, you know, a hundred percent sold on the Titans right now, either Matt, what do you think? Yeah, this one was uh, a headline. I was kind of ambivalent about, uh, it was it was a foregone conclusion that Julio was going to be traded. It and this really heated up really fast, right? I think we were we were talking about it. I think a week or two ago before he was traded, and saying like they're they're listening to offers, right? Usually that gets thrown around when you know a player is on the move. It really accelerated after the whole FS1 thing where Shannon Sharp called him up uh, after the picture of Julio in the Cowboys hoodie kind of uh, surfaced. So people were connecting right. the dots, like oh, is Julio out of Atlanta? Uh, Julio did confirm it uh, on the phone, which, by the way, uh, Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated confirmed the other day. So this was an article on June 7th saying, uh, I have it on good authority that Jones had no clue he was on national television when he told Shannon Sharp, I'm out of there, when he was talking about uh, Wow. So that's a big that, – that, that kind of confirmed our susp- – I know we talked about it, but that kind of confirmed my sus- suspicions a little bit that he really had no idea, which – uh, crazy. Yeah, does I don't it doesn't really affect anything. I don't think in trades, but I just think that's no. that's interesting. It's an, an interesting little side note that happened. But uh, in terms of like the destination, like look at it from both sides. Like look at it from Julio's perspective and look at it from the Titans' perspective. And I think when you look at it from Julio's perspective, I think it, it's 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 a bit of a downgrade. Am I wrong? I, I I think he downgraded a quarterback. I would have Matt Ryan today over Ryan. Oh, for Julio, yeah, it yeah, absolutely- and that's. And that's nothing against Ryan Tannehill. He's turned into a really nice player since coming to Tennessee. Um, but, Ryan. Right. No, today, today he's not better than Matt Ryan. You're right. It's a very run heavy offense. And it's, and as it should be when you have arguably the best running back in the game uh, and you already kind of have a baby Julio in AJ Brown. So I think what, what worked in Tennessee so well was that they had pieces that fit roles perfectly. They had their big X outside guy in AJ Brown. Right. They had Corey Davis, kind of a smaller but still effective, could play in the slot, could play on the outside, big, uh, you know, 25-plus carry guy in Derrick Henry, and you had Ryan Tannehill, who was a nice quarterback, and get the ball where it needs to go, right? right? Now, what we're looking at in Tennessee post-Julio trade is, okay, you have A.J. Brown on one side, big outside X deep threat guy, right. monster in yards after the catch, and then you have Julio, who's essentially the same exact type of receiver, big outside guy, deep threat, monstering yards after the catch. So, I mean, when you look at it as a, as a, as a move to increase like competitiveness for the Tennessee Titans, I agree with you. I don't think this, this propels them into like, you know, contender status. They were a great team for the past two years. So they've already been competitive. I think it was kind of a lateral move in my opinion. Um, I agree, but I do want to, I do want to clarify that by saying like adding Julio Jones to your roster by no means makes it worse 
obviously. You could put him on any team, and that instantly improves your offense. Yeah, right. He's, he's one of the greatest receivers of all time and probably the greatest receiver of our generation. If you look at, like, post-2010, he's probably the greatest receiver in the NFL post-2010. So if you if you look at it like that, that's kind of another interesting perspective you can take on it. But at the same time, you're right. Like, wide receivers can only do so much. We've only seen them be able to impact a team in so many ways. They're, you're right. They're still very weak defensively. They went out and sp- spent a ton of money on Bud Dupree. They lost to Dory Jackson. Malcolm Butler's gone. So they, they have a lot of holes still. And I think bringing, yeah. in, bringing in Julio is a nice supplemental move, but it was already kind of, I don't know. I, I really, I still like days later, I don't really know how to process this. And I, I tell you what I find myself thinking the most is, after looking at the trade package, look at the receivers that have been traded in, in recent years, okay? Odell Beckham Jr., right? In retrospect, comparing it to this trade, the Giants got a haul. The Giants got a haul for the Odell Beckham trade. Look right. at the DeAndre Hopkins trade, right? That was just complete incompetence by Bill yeah. O'Brien, but it was still yeah. like at least they got David Johnson out of it, who if he's healthy, he can be productive, right? They still got picks, right? For a second round and a fourth round pick, and you're also giving Tennessee a pick along with Julio Jones? I mean, this is Julio Jones we're talking about here. Like, this isn't just some scrub wide receiver two that they're trying to get off the roster. This is your franchise. This is the Falcons all-time leading receiver in in, uh, receiving yards and receptions. Like in retrospect, like it really kind of like we, we look at each running back contract, like getting bigger than the next and each one is bigger than the next and each one's bigger than the next. And everyone resets the market, right? The wide receiver trade value is kind of going in the opposite direction, right? Like yeah. we're seeing packages get smaller and smaller. And I don't, I don't more, know. If more, there's more of them that are like coming out of the draft and hitting like that. Right. It's it, especially, more. yeah. Like, like from like 2018 on, we've seen a lot of wide receivers in the draft pan out very well, as opposed to not panning out. Right. Now, I don't know. I don't know if this had anything to do with Julio's age or the fact that he was hurt last year. I don't know if that played a part into it. I'm sure it did because that's, you know, the, listen, the, it's a business. You're acquiring, you know, someone to work. You're acquiring an employee. You want to know their history. You want to know their availability. Right. And more importantly, their consistency and their reliability. So you have to, when you take all that into effect on Tennessee's part, obviously, if you can go out and get Julio Jones for two draft picks and you get a pick back, obviously, it's a no-brainer. Like, you go and get him. But, I mean, what does this do for them record-wise? Like, will this translate into wins? Yeah, I'm sure it will for, you know, I'm sure it'll maybe bump them up like their their prediction for next year, maybe a right. winner, maybe a winner too. But right, 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 right. I, I, I agree with you on the whole that this wasn't like a like a bombshell. Oh my god, I can't believe what Tennessee's, you know, Tennessee like, you know, they're going to the moon next year. I don't know. That's how I feel. I, I mean it it is it, you used the term, you said lateral move. I think I agree. Like it's just it's a you know, okay, you're going from Corey Davis, who is not Julio Jones by any means necessary. And you're going from Corey Davis to Julio Jones, but you have to ask yourself the question, honestly, okay. Is Julio Jones going to give you 1500 yards this year for the Titans? Is he going to give you 1300 yards for the Titans? Okay. Like the ceiling for Julio for me this year is probably like 1100 yards. If he plays the whole year. Right. Like, and, and that's, that's not feeling. And, and it's, that's not his fault because I kind of think it, it ties into what you said before. Like, that's just not the Titans offense. They're not a pass first offense. So volume is definitely going to decrease. It's, it's Eric like, Henry it's, is still going to get 350 carries this year. Right. It's the opposite of what Atlanta was. Atlanta had no running game last year and they had, and they had plenty of offensive weapons with Hurst and Ridley and Julio. So Correct. they were throwing the ball all the time, right? They weren't winning games, but they were like they were always a high volume passing offense. They were always racking up a lot of yards. They would score a lot of points, but they just would give up more points because their defense was was putrid. Yeah. So it's yeah, you're exactly right. I, I don't I don't expect Julio to have like a career year, right? So it's I don't know. I, I, I this is it's it's obviously all speculation, but well, this is just like in terms of like predicting, like look at this was everyone, where I like least wanted him to go. I agree. Same with me. Tennessee, like, and Tennessee made sense to a certain extent because Mm -hmm. they had lost Corey Davis. They technically have a hole there and Julio Jones can, can fill the hole and elevate the hole. Um, But like you and I brought up some, some, some destinations last week. We're just like, we got so much more excited. Baltimore. Okay. I tweeted, I tweeted immediately. I tweeted immediately after I found out Julio was, was, you know, potentially going to be traded. I said, it, it makes way too much sense for Baltimore to make a move. 
makes way too much sense. And mm. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm they, like another, another AFC team, which I was right. Uh, I think this, this was kind of a, another thing that was kind of a foregone conclusion was they were not going to trade him within the NFC. So, and they didn't. So they, they traded him out of the conference. And I said, well, Baltimore fits that bill, right? They have, they have assets they could trade. So why not go get Julio Jones who can finally round out your offense, right? They got two right. really nice receivers in the, in the draft. I think Julio could be a great mentor to those receivers and he could still produce for the next couple of years. So, right. you know, I wanted to see, you're right. I wanted to see him go to Baltimore more than anywhere. So Tennessee, I think you're exactly right. Is, is the, the least attractive destination from like a fan standpoint. Yeah. It was like the, well, okay, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> that That's how I felt about it. Okay. Yeah, well, all right, I guess he went to Tennessee. That's- and it's and it sucks because you think like, you know, if, if you told someone who like didn't know what was going on but was still following football and you say, hey, uh, Julio Jones got traded, they'd be like, what? Oh, my God, are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah, to the Titans. Like that would kind of bring them down a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, it'd be like, oh okay. Oh, that's – That works. That's, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, right. It's, I don't know. It's very, yeah, it, it's very uneventful. Um, all right, so let's shift to this. Um. Russell Wilson yesterday, I believe this was yesterday, yes, um, said that he never asked for a trade. He never wanted to get traded. Okay, this is according to Curtis Crabtree of Sports Radio KJR in Seattle. Um, uh, He said, I think, what, what, what was this? So, hang on. I'm pressing buttons on my phone and it it's making me all see I'm, I'm turning into an old person um i think there were some unfortunate frustrations after the season i think unfortunately it got a little bit blown out of proportion um he continued he said we made it clear that i did not request a trade i wanted to i wanted to play in seattle but if i had to go somewhere here's the teams i would consider listen i, I this is damage control for me. So I think Russell Wilson originally said, you know, probably maybe it was just like heat of passion, right? Like maybe he just said it in the moment, you know, frustrated one day, you know what? I'm I'm sick of it. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. You can't keep me upright. Okay. You just recently lucked into getting me a sick receiver, right? Our, our running back is a seventh round pick, like very Aaron Rodgers like frustration where like you're, you're barely even trying to build around me. You can't draft. Okay. For somehow, right. Dan Schneider or, or whatever that GM's name is in Seattle, right. It's, John, it's Dan, John Schneider. John Schneider. I always say that Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Uh, Schneider's the owner of the Washington football team. And Dan, Schneider, right. and, and Dan Schneider's the guy from Nickelodeon. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so, so John Schneider is one of the most highly coveted GMs in the NFL. Like te- teams are trying to pry him away from Seattle. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Why? Okay, they they miss on like every draft pick. Okay, L.J. Collier, Jordan Brooks, like these are third round guys, and they're picking him in the first round. Rashad Penny. I'm like, wh- where? Where is the these where are these great personnel decisions coming from in your mind? I, I I just don't get it. So I think Russell Wilson's sitting there like, you know, I, I'm just I'm done, man. Okay, here's the list of teams I want to go to. I want to go to the Cowboys. I want to go to the Bears, the Saints, and the Raiders. It, th- that's where I want to go. Okay, these are the four teams I'm listing. Okay, find a way to make it happen. And then probably like two days later, Pete Carroll calls him or something like that and says, hey, Russ, listen, let's go get lunch. Let's talk about this. Let's see what happened. And Russell Wilson probably during that conversation was just like, you know what, coach, I, you know, I think I overreacted. I I, I think I'm just, you know, I don't really want to get traded, but there, there's got to be some changes around here. And, you know, like, I think this is damage control because you don't just say, okay, well, I don't want to get traded, but if I were to get traded, if I, if I were to get traded, here's a list of teams that I would go to. Like we said that during when, when this whole thing was going on. Okay. We said that, well, you don't just list teams and not like, 
because if you didn't want to get traded, then what's the point? Like you're not why why list teams if you don't want to get traded? To, you don't want to get traded any uh, traded anywhere. Why can't I talk today? Why is it that my mouth can't produce words? I don't get it. Um, it's, okay. it's okay, buddy. It's unbelievable. But Russell Wilson, I, this is. <sighs> I don't buy it for a second. I really don't. I think Russell Wilson wanted out. I think he got talked out of it, and now here we are. Yeah. So this is this is from Schefter's article on ESPN.com that he posted, uh, I believe, yester- yesterday. So he quotes – oh, I'm sorry, this morning. So, yeah, the, the, the headline was the, the whole unfortunate frustrations thing, and there's a quote here from Russell Wilson that uh, he said Thursday. So it said, quote, Uh, There was a lot of people, there was a whole thing saying that I had requested a trade and that's just not true. I didn't request a trade. I think everything kind of started from there. And then obviously tons of teams were calling. So John Schneider said in April, he received calls for Russ, but never actively negotiated with anybody. Uh, He said that Russell Wilson continues on to say, I didn't really want to go anywhere else. I wanted to play in Seattle, but if I had to go somewhere, these are the teams I would go to. I had a great conversation with Coach Carroll, and I had a really great conversation with John, too. Coach Carroll and I spent a lot of time together one-on-one. We're here to do what we're meant to do, and that's to win it all. I'm excited. So you're kind of – yeah, you're, you're right. So the whole thing with Russ is I – listen, if you're on a he's losing – He's definitely frustrated. Absolutely, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he's the sole reason that team is even slightly competitive now, right? Let alone a play – let alone uh, – like, they're not a losing – franchise especially since russ got there right they've had multiple super bowl appearances one super bowl victory right they're perennial He's, super bowl contenders right. they're they're steady contenders almost every year and that's almost solely based on the fact that they have russ who has been a top five quarterback in the league pretty much every year that he has been in the nfl so the whole thing that kind of is a little rocky to go around is the fact that he listed specific teams. That's the part that I can't get past. And I think that's the part that everyone is hung up on. Right. right? Me too. I think, I think you're right. It was probably a heat of passion thing. Like, I, listen, I'm done. I don't want to be hit anymore. I need help. I, I can't do this on my own. Right. So, and, and he's right. Rains right? all the time in Seattle. Right. It's always gray here. If I wanted to live, if I wanted gray clouds all the time, I'd move to England. That's what he said. Right. So, uh, that's the thing when he, when he, it's, it's, and it's, it, you're right. It's, it's, it's very, you, you likened it to Aaron Rodgers also. And, and think about it. They're very similar, like superstar in a not superstar market, right? Aaron Rodgers in green Bay, Wisconsin, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Seattle's a big city, but I mean, sports wise, he's there. He's their face. He's the guy there. So when you look at it like that, he's listing destinations, Chicago, Dallas, like he wants to go put Vegas. He listed places that, are going to facilitate his needs. And as long as the Seahawks continue to not do that, these unfortunate frustrations are going to continue, they're going to grow, and they're going to get worse. Right. So like what like I don't I don't think that, you know, a conversation calming him down is enough to alleviate these frustrations. And you don't want a frustrated quarterback. You don't want an unhappy quarterback. I think Russell Wilson got convinced for one more year. You think okay? so? I think he got convinced for one more year. Maybe. Okay? I think, he, listen, give us one more shot. Okay. We'll try to make it work. Okay. Get, if we, you know, I, I, I really think that Russell Wilson is at the point in Seattle where he's like, okay, now I got to see results. Okay. Cause it ain't my fault. And everybody in the world doesn't think it's my fault because it isn't my fault. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm always a contender for MVP. I am literally the reason why that we are even remotely competitive. Okay. Yes. Our yes. offensive line is the worst in the league. Our defensive line is the worst in the league. Like it's just, they're a mess. It's funny though. If they actually did that and said, give us one more year, it's kind of ironic to me that they would do that in a year where they had no draft picks like they had nothing to you know they had no more like they had three draft like, picks Matt. three draft picks and they they just take draft like the seahawks and the rams like it's like they they take draft picks they look at them as such a like eh, we don't need these let's i just it, I, I don't think it's safety 
Like they went with, they got Dwayne Eskridge, who's a receiver. That Mm -hmm. might help. I know they took Stone Forsyth in like the sixth. And then who'd they take? Trey Brown. So they, they, they drafted a corner, they drafted a wide receiver, and they drafted an offensive lineman. Would you like like that? There we go. Problem solved. (laughs) That's it. Oh my God. I know it's an NFC team, but would you like, would you have liked to see them trade for Julio with their barren assets that they don't have? Seattle? Yeah. See, to me, yeah, see, to me, that's kind of the same thing because you have DK on the other side. DK, Julio, and AJ Brown might be the three most identical receivers in terms of like, like DK like, Metcalf like, and, and 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 AJ Brown were college teammates. Yeah, in terms of like stature, skill set, strength, like physicality, speed, like it's like Julio, DK, AJ Brown. It's like the 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 guy in the lab they were all made with was just like print, copy, print, copy, print, copy, and they all right. got out. Uh, it, it's it sucks, man. It sucks just seeing organizations fail superstars. It really sucks, and it, it it's 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 so unfortunate because. It's, it's one of the things about player mobility that I love, right? Players finally moving to different locations to make sure that they are doing everything in their best interest, right? Like, imagine Calvin Johnson did that, right? Imagine he didn't retire at 30 because the Lions were just a mess the whole time, right? right. Like, imagine Barry, imagine Barry Sanders didn't retire at 30 because the Lions were a mess. A mess. Right? Like, <laughs> like, imagine, I don't know, just imagine. That's why it's it's... I'll tell you, man, we're going to see less and less athletes like Kobe, like Dirk Nowitzki, like Larry that's Fitzgerald that stick with one team. They're holding like Eli Manning or Phillip Rivers or, well, not Phillip Rivers anymore, or uh, Big Ben. We're going to see less and less quarterbacks like that stick with the team that they got and ride it out for the rest of their careers, right? They got to do in their best interest. Yeah. Did you ever think Brady was going to leave New England? No. No, of course not. No one did. And then yeah. boom. Patrick Mahomes, 12 years from now, is just going to leave the Chiefs, oh break everybody's heart, and mm. go play for, like, the, the, I don't know, the the Rams or something. And then they're just going to win yeah, he'll, he'll go, the, the Royals will give him a contract, and he'll have a, a sub-2 ERA and 40 jacks. Play Major League Baseball. Did you know that guy? You see that thing today? Kyler Murray still wants to play yeah. professional baseball. And I was the only guy in the world that thought that Kyler Murray was a better baseball player than he was a football player. Never really paid attention to his baseball stats or career, but good. I mean, that'd be pretty player. cool. Who like was was Dion the last person to actually actively play at the same time? I believe so. Yeah. Wow. I believe so. I don't know, man. With with, with injuries and all that, I, I don't think it's going to be. I don't even think it'll be allowed anymore. But that's the thing, Ken. Ken. Can the NFL or or Major League Baseball prevent that? Can they put like a clause in the contract saying like, listen, don't go play football? You saw we we saw uh, Miles Garrett posting like basketball, like just pick up basketball highlights on his Instagram, and Kevin Stefanski's like, yeah, he's not gonna be doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> so like so no 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 yeah no we don't want we don't we don't want that no thing. basketball for you yeah Miles Garrett will say Kyler Murray in an A's uniform looks pretty slick looks pretty cool huh. He looks pretty slick. Oh, Justin Fields just signed his fully guaranteed four-year, $18.8 million rookie deal with the Bears. Congratulations. Wow. Only college quarterback with top 10 passing and rushing grades last season. Wow. That's amazing. Justin Fields is a good player, man. The Bears are going to be extremely happy with him, I think. I hope so. I hope so. I'm I'm, I'm rooting for him very hard. I hope they don't fire Matt Nagy. Because it, I really don't think that he's the issue. I don't. It's gonna get. It, it, it's gonna depend on this year. It's gonna depend on this year. Well, what happened? What needs to happen? So, well, look at if, what happened. Matt Nagy. In order for Matt Nagy to keep his job, what needs to happen? The Bears need to make the playoffs. Probably. I would is think that that's is all that, they have to do is make the playoffs because they made the playoffs last year. But is that like an unrealistic goal? Like if they make the playoffs and they lose. In the first round, right? Let's say they're like a wild card team and they lose in the wild card. They lose in the first round. I mean, yeah. Like, is that gonna be like oh, okay? Hmm. I don't know. It's it's probably very dependent on Justin Fields' performance. You know, also how long but he's a rookie. I mean, you're gonna yeah, base but, but that I, off. But also how long they wait to start him, right? How long are they gonna just throw Andy Dalton under center? Like maybe maybe Fields doesn't start until week seven, right? Eight, nine. Who knows? 
So well, I it's think true. it's true that Justin Fields could maybe not start until week 12, but right. like it, at the same time, like I, I never understood the notion of like, unless you think it is that bad, unless you, unless it's an Adam Gase, Freddie kitchens, like, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. I just don't get why you would have your rookie quarterback, especially one that you traded up to get. You would give your rookie quarterback two head coaches in two years. I just don't get it. So that happened to Daniel. Well, listen, he's not a bad coach. They did uh, it to they did it to Daniel. They did it to Daniel Jones too. But sure, I know. Will, and Daniel but, Jones might not work out. Right. That's what I was going to say next. Like, see, like it, it's 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 not a good look. It's not a good look. And, and you want like uh, and 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 look at uh look at look at poor Sam Darnold. Look at poor Sam Darnold. Like he had he had Adam Gase right. And he, so he had quarter. He had he had coaching stability, right? If you want to call right. Adam Gase a stable head coaching situation, right? Uh, completely is completely incompetent at his job, and then he leaves. And I think he's going to do really, really well with Matt Rule, right? Because Matt Rule, I think, is Matt Rule is a much better coach than Adam Gase was, even though it's tougher to be I worse agree. than Adam Gase was. Yes. But so if you look at if you look at stability and its effect on quarterbacks, especially young quarterbacks, it's imperative. It's imperative. Like look at the leap that Josh Allen made because Sean McDermott has been there and Brian Dable, right? Uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's going to be on his second head coach in in his second year, right? Had Anthony Lynn in his first year. He's going to have uh, Brandon Staley in his second year. So it's it's not good. It's not good at all to to do that. And Matt Matt Nagy was coach of the year in 2018, right? The guy's not an idiot. He's not just like a buffoon. No, right? Matt Nagy can coach. His play calling ability, I think, is among the best in the league. Yeah, the guy's a good coach. Seriously, he's a that that guy knows offense. He just does. Right. Okay. Like, look, everybody knows that you whiffed on Trubisky. Period. We know it. Okay. I will get. I I'm going to give Ryan Pace a ton of credit because on face value. They nailed the draft this year, right? I agree. Getting Justin Fields and then getting Tevin Jenkins in the second round, mm-hmm. like the, and then I, I don't think they had a, a, another pick until like the fifth. But like those first two picks, I mean, that's as good as the Bears could do, right? right? Like they killed that part. So did Ryan Pace do enough, at least on face value, to save his job? Yes. Today, yeah. What? Like, if if Justin Fields just can't get it to work, just stinks. Like let's say the Bears go five and twelve, yeah, or something. Okay, Matt Nagy's out of a job. He's right. out of a job, and it may have nothing to do with him. Like I, I I just if you were gonna give so here's the way that I see this: giving Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Another year, really what you gave them is another two because, or at least you should have given them another two. Okay. If you were going to fire them, this was the year to do it. This was the year to do it. Okay. Have a new regime in because you're, you're letting Trubisky walk. He's gone. Okay. So whether they start with Andy Dalton or they, they, they wait to draft a kid next year or something like that, then that's one way that you could go about it. But even if Justin Fields is there, he at least has a new regime. You're not firing firing a head coach unless he is just unbearable. Okay, um, like I said before, unless it's an Adam Gase, Freddie Kitchens like scenario, and it's just unbearable, then likely that coach is sticking around at least for another year. Okay, Matt, Na- when the Bears said, "Okay, Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, you still got, you're gonna have one more year to fix it." Really, what you said is okay. Well, you're really going to have two more years to fix it because if you draft a quarterback this year, we're kind of going to want you to stick around for after his rookie season, just so there's some familiarity, some stability in that in that sense. I, I mean, I can't, I can't justify the bear because if they underperform this year, you know it and I know it. Matt Nagy and probably Ryan Pace also are out of a job. They're both gone. And you know what another yeah, thing is? Coach gone. Like, you know what another thing is? Is like, we all have our opinions on Trubisky, right? And maybe Chicago just wasn't a good fit. But 
Trubisky Matt, didn't win games. In Matt Chicago. Nagy did not do a bad job with Mitch Trubisky. Like Mitch Trubisky, in in his tenure with the Bears, right? So he's drafted in 2017. So let's let's look. Okay, 2017, 59% completion percentage. 2018, 66% completion percentage. Completion percentage. 2019, 63. 2026, 67. Okay, 2018, 11. He went 11 and three. 2019 went eight and seven. 2020 he had six and three. Okay, so that's three straight years. 29 He's 29 and 21 in his career. It's not bad. He wasn't. He wasn't throwing. Like, let's see. Like, okay. Inter- let's touchdown to interceptions. Okay, 24 to 12 in 2018, 17 to 10 in 2019, 16 to 8 in 2020. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky. I, I think Mitchell Trubisky is like. Listen, I. I I'm not going to say he's underrated. I'm not going to say that at all because he's not a starting quarterback right now. But I mean, I think he was unfairly criticized because he was Outside. not not as not as bad as people make him out to be. And I think Nagy had a big part in why he was above average, at least in Chicago. I just did the math in my head. Outside of Trubisky's rookie year, he was 25 and 13 with the Bears. Yeah. So like, like he he's 29 and 21 as the Bears starting quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Say what you want. There are plenty of quarterbacks in the league that in a four-year period have a worse record than that, and we're not saying the same thing. Yeah. Okay. We have all the faith in the world in Derek Carr. I guarantee you that Derek Carr is a worse record than that. Yeah. Okay. And Matt Nagy and Matt Nagy was a big re- I, I Matt Nagy was a big reason why Trubisky was I able to do that. Totally agree. I totally agree. So, so we'll see. We will see. Okay. Um. Before we move on, uh, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American Betting Experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Um. Okay, so... Let's quickly dabble into this Jordan Love thing before we play the game. Um, so Jordan Love is getting first team reps with the Green Bay Packers, and apparently he is killing it in training camp. This is a I haven't seen it. This is what I've heard. Jordan Love is killing it in Packers training camp right now. Um, so Aaron Rodgers is not there. Jordan Love looks like that if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, he will be the week one starter of the Packers uh, for uh, for the Packers, which really he should be. I mean, I, look, I think that if you're Green Bay, you obviously want Aaron back. But now, if you know that Jordan Love can play, and this is what we were waiting on, okay. Because at least us as media people, we were waiting on the Packers to pretty much confirm that Jordan Love can play. They are instilling their confidence in him right now. Now is the time to say, okay, the doors are open. Let's auction them off. Okay. If we get an offer that's good enough, we'll trade him. Because Aaron Rodgers wants nothing to do with the Packers. I think that's pretty clear. He wants nothing to do with the Packers. And I think that if he's offered the Jeopardy job, right? Because did they give that job out yet? I don't think they did. I think they're still rotating people. Like I remember, I think last night, the uh, the actress from the Big Bang Theory was the host. I forget her oh, name. The nerdy girl? Yeah, the, uh, I, I forget. One of the forget. Sheldon dates, right? I can literally, yes, I can find her name like right now. I forget, I forget, what, her, I forget what her name is. She was but giving she, her own show and everything like that too. I she was, she was good though. She was really, uh, Mayim, Mayim Bialik. She was the host yes. the other night. She was, she was very good. I will say. But if he, if Aaron Rodgers is offered the Jeopardy job, I think he might just walk away from football period. But you also have to keep in mind. Okay. We've heard that Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. And there might also be a possibility that he looks at this situation with Jordan Love and he says, listen, I love Jordan, but I'm not just going to let him walk in and take my job like that. So how do you view this situation, Matt? 
Well, uh, Rogers came out the other day. They were asking him about. Uh, they were asking about Love. He said, "Listen, like this was never about Jordan Love. It was never about that draft pick." He said, yeah. "He's a great kid." He's they like, talk- "He's like, I love Jordan. He's yeah. great." Yeah, he said, "He's a great kid." They've had a lot of great talks. So this has nothing to do with Jordan Love, and I, I never really thought that it did. Honestly, like, yeah. I think I think that may have been the straw that broke the camel's back. That could have just been like the icing on the cake, uh, kind of. I don't know, accelerating a lot of feelings that Aaron has apparently had for a, a long time with the right. Packers organization, right? Um, and then it comes out, he's like, I'm not coming back to this team as long as uh, Gutekunst is the, the GM. He's like, I'm not doing that. Uh, so, no, it's it's I, it's I not surprising that Love is getting first-team reps. Like, they're, what the Packers are doing is exactly what they should be doing, and that's preparing for the worst-case right. scenario, which is, you know, Aaron not playing for them next year. And they got to make uh, sure this this other kid that they drafted right. can play. So they're getting all their ducks in. So they're getting all their ducks in a row in casing that. So on Monday, Schefter tweeted that uh, Rogers uh, is not expected to attend uh, Green Bay's mandatory minicamp, which he ended up not. Uh, they could opt to fine him like ninety three thousand dollars, or they can make it an excused absence and waive the fine. But Rogers is not expected there. Rogers uh, mandatory minicamp started a few days ago, and Rogers is not there so far. So. Yeah, it's kind of going in the direction that we all feared it's going. Like Aaron is not Aaron's not there. So right. if they want to make sure, like, all right, man, listen, like we got we got to get a quarterback getting reps with first team. If our if our first string quarterback isn't here, we're gonna give it to this guy, right? So I think it's interesting though how you brought up that, you know, if Aaron sees that or hears about it, he's like, mm. No, no, this is my team. This is my team. I'm a quarter. I'm the quarterback. I'm this is I I know I can do a better job than you, right? That's the competitive guy in him that you just said. Right. He's like, I, I know I can do this. I'm gonna come back and do it. Like it's it's different. It would be much different if if the Packers had a terrible roster, a bad coach, if they weren't competitive. They're not. They're not. And in a year where he watched Tom Brady, right? Pretty much his counterpart the two best quarterbacks in the league for the better part of a decade. Right. Right. Brady a little bit longer, but watching him leave, find success immediately in a new city, in a new team from a place, you know, coming from a place where he had continued stability, continued success for so long. And it was that easy for him to just go and assembles, you know, the Avengers down in Tampa and they win a Super Bowl and gets that team back without losing any pieces the following year to compete for another run. Right. What do you think that does to Aaron's psyche? What do you think that does to his thought process, right? Like, can I really just stay here and produce the same results with the pieces I've been working with for years just to make it to another NFC title game and probably lose again? It's, it's, It's very interesting to kind of analyze Aaron Rodgers' thought process when you have to consider so many other things going on around him. Yeah, the Jeopardy offer. That's another thing. Like, I have, he basically has another job waiting in the wings right so maybe yeah so yeah we we don't know i i think it's it's if i had to put money on it right now i would feel pretty confident saying that aaron Rodgers. i don't know if i would go so far to say he's not playing football next year but i would say aaron Rodgers is not the starting quarterback of the green bay packers week one of this season and, I, it, kill, I, and, and it, it kills me to say it because that that really hurts football it does Maybe he's the week one starter for the Denver Broncos. Who knows? Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be insane. It'd be so cool. I I am certain at this point, certain as I mess up my own hair. Um, I'm certain that one of Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson will be a Denver Bronco soon. We've been on that train for so long. Did you hear Kareem Jackson? Okay, Kareem Jackson was on the Catch and Fades podcast with Akib Talib. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Kareem Jack, Akib Talib, and Kareem Jackson, former teammates. Kareem Jackson said, "Listen, Deshaun Watson has been texting me. Okay, I've talked to him a bunch over the last couple of weeks, and Denver is all he talks about. It's all he talks about." It's not like, it's not like, oh yeah, you know, he's giving me some indications that, you know, like maybe he'd want to go somewhere. Um, No, he's like, dude, tell your people in Denver. Okay. Tell the people, you know, in Denver that that's where I want to go. 
Mm-hmm. I want to go to the Broncos. Yeah, this is Rappaport. At- uh, <sighs> this is Rappaport two days ago quoting a tweet from the Catch and Fades podcast saying, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson has been getting recruited by former teammates and countless players across the NFL, and he remains open to several options, including the Broncos. He's, uh, Rappaport says, I don't believe Denver is where he wants to be, but just one possible spot. Oh, come on. I, I don't think there's a better if place. Cur- to be. I don't think there's a better place. He's, to go. Rappaport is trying to be like, he's trying to keep his journalistic integrity. Yeah. I think that's what he's going for there. He doesn't want to say, oh yeah, he wants to go to Denver because if he doesn't go to Denver, then Rappaport looks like a dope. But Kareem Jackson is literally telling you, he's just like, I like, it's not like he's saying, oh yeah, dude, like playing for the Broncos, that'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. Dude, the Broncos is all he talks about. He wants to play for Denver. Uh, like, you know, our our buddy Dylan Ramsey, like I, I texted him. I was just like, does this get you excited? And he's like, oh, well, you got to wait for the whole for the for the court thing. And I'm just like, well, listen, look, if if you have the opportunity of getting Deshaun Watson, because I I very highly doubt that Deshaun Watson is going to go to jail. And I very highly yeah. doubt that Deshaun Watson is going to get kicked out of the NFL. Mm-hmm. If anything, Deshaun Watson is going to get suspended. So if he gets suspended, that's one thing. He'll probably be put on the. He might. He might even be put on the exempt list for that to, for the time being. Right. But that doesn't mean you're out of football. Kareem no, Hunt was on the exempt list. Ant- Kareem Hunt and Antonio Brown were both on the exempt list. Right. And now they're both on contenders, and one won a Super Bowl. Correct. How about Juwan? How about Juwan James, though, dude? Speaking of the Broncos, he went to the Ravens, right? Baltimore. Uh they released him denver released him uh let me see because he suffered uh a quote non-football injury yes so which according yeah. to the rule he did yeah it was a non-football injury he got injured outside of the team facility right it sucks they had a nice offense they, they have a nice offensive line still yeah right tackle is really the missing piece there but mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Garrett Bowles and Cushionberry and, you know, they've got some nice pieces over there. They, they drafted Quinn Miners, you know, the belly. Oh, boy. He's, he's going to be I, he, he gives me very like Taylor Luan vibes. Yeah, I like that I, guy. He's just a, a monster. Just a mauler. Yeah, I like him. Um, OK, so we have about 13 minutes. So is that enough time for. To three or not to three, dude. You give me thirty seconds. That's enough time for for any of any of my games. Trust me. I want you to name my children just because you. That was weird. Let's just move why. On. All right, let's. I, I okay. Let's just uh, let's just. I'm gonna just skip. I'm gonna just skip over that. Oh I don't, god. I don't ever want you to say anything like that to me ever again. It's okay. Name not have. <laughs> god. Oh, I'm flattered. Uh, let me know when that <laughs> happens. I'll see if I can come up with some some clever names. Yeah, you're gonna name one of my kids superlative. Yeah, well, your last name, your I'm telling you, man, your last name could make for some interesting first names, right? I know, I know. My last name is technically in the, in certain contexts a racial slur, so it's kind of tricky. You, de- I don't, I, I wouldn't go to Italy anytime soon. I am Italian, so. Believe it or not, my pale, my my pink skin. I wouldn't have pegged you for it. I, I, would, I would not have pegged you for Italian. I know. Would I not know. have done that. I am though. What else? What else are you? Are you you're uh, what's your ethnic lot, back, what's your ethnic background? I, 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 think, I, think, I think we've had this conversation like recently. You said you were like, I, a bunch of stuff. So Paula, my fiance, got me a, a an ancestry. An ancestry, yeah, right. An ancestry thing for Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and it like. I'm all, I'm like I'm Swedish, I'm uh German, I'm like Eastern European and Russian. Like I, I am I'm everywhere, man. Like I'm Italian, I'm a part Spanish, I'm a part like Baltic, like I, I am ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm everywhere. It's crazy. Well, that's good. It's good. It's fun. Irish a little bit. That's fun. All but, right. So Two, three, or this not is, two, three. So this is the this is the premise. So this was inspired by the Julio Jones trade. Yes. Uh, which now a lot of people, you know, surrounding the sports media industry and fans are now calling AJ Brown 
Julio Jones and Derrick Henry, the best NFL trio in the league. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Mike a bunch of NFL trios. Off, this is only offensively, obviously. There's only going to be offensive NFL trios. And if you think that they are better than Julio, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry, you are going to say? Two, three. Two, three. And if you disagree and say that, no, Julio, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry are better, you're going to say? Not to three. Not to three. Okay. Now, disclaimer, this is going to vary, right? So Julio, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry, that's obviously two receivers and a running back. Uh, this is going to vary. I'm going to give you, I could give you two pass catchers and a receiver. I could give you two pass catchers and a quarterback. I could give you a tight end, a receiver, a running back, whatever. It's just any okay. group of offensive trios stacked up against Julio, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry. Okay. okay. Go. I'm so excited. I am ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So to three or not to three. Here's what we're, so I'm going to start out. I'll get harder and harder. So. You might want to reword that. <laughs> the questions are going to get harder and harder. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Your mind out of the gutter, you. Uh, whatever. Stop. You're ruining the game. All right. So let's go. Julio, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry versus Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., and Nick Chubb. To three or not to three? Not to three. So that means you think Julio, Julio, AJ Brown, Brown and Derrick Henry are better. All right. I think think if OBJ, I think if OBJ was still OBJ, I might lean the other way. But Odell Beckham has taken such a dip in the last couple of years that I think it's not even real. That one actually really isn't even close because I think Julio and AJ Brown are better than both OBJ and Jarvis Landry, and Derrick Henry's better than Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So, Interesting. Okay, let's go with... Okay, let's go with Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and J.K. Dobbins. Not to three. Not to yeah. three. Lamar Jackson is a great running threat, um, but I think in the pass catcher department, um, they're not as strong. And J.K. Dobbins is, is going into year two. So mm-hmm. he could fall off a cliff. But, you know, it, I don't, it, just on paper, Tennessee, the, their trio is better. All right. Okay, I'm going to throw you my first quarterback. Well, let's Lamar go Jackson with quarterback. <clears throat> second quarterback. So let's go Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. Ooh. To three. Um, All right. Well, again, Aaron Rodgers is really the difference maker. I, I think if you said, um, I think if you said like Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and Alan Lazard or something like that, then, or Robert Tanyan, then I might have gone with the Titans. But you know, look, Devontae Adams could very easily be the best wide receiver in football. Aaron Jones is at least a top 10 back. Um, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers with the with the conclusion of that. So I'm going to say to three, the Packers are better than the Titans. Okay. Let's go with. Okay, let's go. I'm going to. I'm going gonna... with my team yet. I'm going to go it. I was saving it. Oh, you're saving it. Okay. Dude, like uh, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm All right. Let's let's. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. Let's go with Kenny Galladay. Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm going to say not to three. Of course you do. Um, get, well, because I think the combination of receivers in um, in Tennessee are better. Kenny Galladay's really good. I think he's going to be a really good addition to them. Um, but Evan Ingram is incredibly inconsistent. And Saquon Barkley spent all pretty much all of last year hurt. He's been spending a lot of time hurt over the course of his career. Extremely talented, but Derrick Henry over the past couple of years has been miles better. So I'm going to say Tennessee over the Giants. Okay. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say two, three. Ooh. Um, okay. Love, that, I- that is one I was not expecting. I love me some Adam Thielen. 
I, I really do. I, I think as far as reliability at the wide receiver position, there are very few guys in the league that can consistently catch 10 balls in a game more than Adam Thielen can. Uh, Justin Jefferson, a 1,400-yard catcher last year. Uh, and listen, Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league right now, but Dalvin Cook is probably number two. So I I think that combination of Thielen, Jefferson, and Cook is absolutely nasty. I, I'm going to go to, to three. I'm going to take the Vikings over the Titans. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Let's go with... Russell Wilson, DK, and Tyler Lockett. Uh, two, uh, not to three, not to three. Um, look, DK, I think is is really solid, but I'm not sure he's better than either of Julio Jones or AJ Brown. Maybe he's a little bit better than AJ Brown, maybe. Um, but Tyler Lockett, I don't think competes with them. Um. And who who was the third guy? You said Lockett, DK, and Russ, and Russell Wilson. I mean, look, Russell Wilson, I, I think elevates those guys. But you know, even with that, it's just you know the protection isn't good, and the running game is so so. And you know, I Russell Wilson makes it tough because he's he's obviously in my in my book he's a top two quarterback in the whole league. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Not to three. Seattle's personnel is just atrocious. Mm -hmm. Okay, buddy. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Zeke. That's really, you know, uh, that's tough for me because that that's a really good trio. And you know, you're also you're not including Michael Gallup into that mix, also. Well, I, I'm taking Lamb. I'm picking. I was. I could choose Gallup or Lamb, and I took Lamb. No, I, I agree. I, I, CD Lamb, I think, is going to be incredible next year. But I think I have to go not to three. It, it's as sad as it is because um, you're really relying on a bounce back year from Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm not certain he's the same player he was three years ago um and you know as far as receivers are concerned i think julio and 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 aj brown you know you could probably intertwine those maybe you could say julio's one amari cooper's two aj brown is three and then cd lamb is four because he hasn't broken out yet but uh, that one is 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 pretty close but i I'm, i'm gonna go titans over the cowboys all right i got three more (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to motor through. Okay. Let's go Kyler Murray, D-Hop, and Christian Kirk, who I would guess is their wide receiver, too. Uh, Well, maybe it's A.J. Green. Could be. Pick pick one. I don't care. Probably probably the Titans. I'll say not to three. That combination is really good. Even though I think Kyler Murray – Kyler Murray is – going picked, to be special I, next year. I picked that because I know you're high on Murray. I, I Kyler Murray is my favorite to win MVP next year. It's okay. him and Dak. Like there, there's no way Dak shouldn't win MVP next year. Yeah. I lied. I had I had now I have three more. Okay, we're gonna speed through. Okay. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley. Titans, not to three. That's fair. Okay. These are the juicy ones. The quarterback ones are tough because, you know, you just know how valuable quarterbacks are. But I know. That's why I'm doing them. All right. Next, these last two. Yep. Okay. Let's go with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette. This one I feel is the most even. Not to three. Okay. Not to three. I just, I think. I think if you trade places with Tampa and Tennessee, I think Tampa just like they'd go undefeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. Last one. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Ooh. I didn't include I didn't include Mahomes for a reason. Because that would that would put it over the edge. That would that would bust it open, yeah. 
I wanted to keep it somewhat fair. I'm going to go to three. Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are so dangerous. Clyde, the two most and valuable offensive Clyde Edwards in, Allaire, in, all, in all of football. Clyde Edwards Alaire is going to be nasty next year in Kansas City. Yeah, agreed. So I will take the Chiefs over the Titans. All right. We gotta we gotta scram. We'll see ya. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.